Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
God. Glory, 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 Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, God. Orchestrate, Lord Jesus. Father, we just thank you tonight, O God, for our lives and our health and our strength, O God. We thank you, O God, for allowing us to be unified in your word, O God. Tonight, Father, as we go into your word, Father God, let us down in the storehouse of your wisdom and understanding, O God, that we may be effectual for your use and your use alone. It's all about you, O God, and not about us. In Jesus Christ, the sole name, God, your will and your way in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you, Lord God, for your will and your way, O oh God, in Jesus Christ's holy name. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, we come in the nursing ammunition of his word. And tonight, the main focus of our lesson is Amalek, I'm sorry, Amalek and spiritual warfare. Amalek and spiritual warfare. Now, as I prepared for this lesson, and it is a happening man, I really try to focus and present things the way the Lord would have me to. Uh, for our notes, we will deal with this later. Uh, but for our notes, divine exalt, as in Proverbs 4 and 8. Divine exalt, the word exalt, as in Proverbs 4 and 8. Then we're going to define straighten, S-T-R-A-I. T-E-N-E-D, as in Proverbs 4 and 12. Okay, um, as we're going in for our backup uh, lesson, I won't say backup, but in our studies, I ask you to familiarize yourself with of Exodus uh, chapters 1 through 10. Chapters 1 through 10. Praise God. Um, And as we get on into the lesson, it's imperative that you know and understand and God will take it you know, even further according to what he would have for you. Uh, Also, I see in the lesson, Acts 2 and 8, in the lessons unfolded in Exodus, in the chapters of Exodus that I mentioned, I see Acts 2 and 8, you know, 
God let us know through the Apostle Paul to study his word and rightly dividing the word of truth. Rightly dividing the word of truth. And to me, to all of us, and dividing the word of truth, we will make a difference between clean and unclean. Uh, one thing to realize that Pharaoh, as we're discussing, is key to our understanding. And when I say Pharaoh, uh, his characteristics and the different things that are written in the word back in those days will truly point to uh, understanding to us in these days and times. Okay, uh, first and foremost, the question, I pose this question. Pharaoh, is he or a principality, a ruler of darkness, or is it spiritual weakness in high places? For all three, the devil is always trying to duplicate God or undermine him, duplicating his structure that he has for us. Just as God gives us several abilities of anointings that we may effectively do his will. Satan does the same thing with his wicked and evil tools, better known to us as demons or Satan's angels, Satan's demons, or Satan's messengers. It is good to know exactly, but the key to it all is that Pharaoh. Well, he's the prince of Alistair, ruler of darkness, or spiritual weakness in high places, or all three. The key to it all is that this is a spirit to pray against and to obediently activate God's word exactly as he says. Amen. So... As we get into our lesson tonight, Amalek and spiritual warfare. Amalek attacked the Israelites after they had miraculously crossed over the sea into a new life of freedom. We find that uh, unfolded in Exodus 17 chapter and a verse. Spiritually speaking, the Amalekites aligned themselves with the wicked Pharaoh of Egypt, and therefore they sought to continue the war against God's people. Apparently, the Amalekite clan in Canaan was founded by a grandson of Esau, and that's We'll find in Genesis 36, 12 and 16, verses 12 and verses 16. Though Amalek is 
of the world, whereas Israel represents the city of God. Now, we can go into that, but we're not going to just be focused on that because I was always taught that uh, Egypt uh, represented the world. Now, Amalek is the city that represents a city of the world. We know that the earth is the lowest and the fullest of the world and they that dwell therein. We know that, but as I said before, we're not going to dwell too much on that, praise God. So moving by law, in Jewish tradition, Amalek represents pure evil or those who have given themselves over to Sisra, the dark side of the impurity. Indeed, the name Amalek begins with the letter Ayan, symbolizing the eye, and equals 240 in Gematria. The same value for it. Say that meaning doubt. It also is for wrong, meaning hearty. So you, we can see the uh, the spirit of pride, doubt, and unbelief in the name of Amalek. I'm sorry, again, my tongue is getting tied up. Amalek, we see all these in the word Amalek. Praise God. Amalek represents the evil eye of doubt, getting it all together, or even the severed eye. When you remove A-N or the letter A, you are left with malak, a verb that means to chop off or to sever in the Hebrew. Understood in this way, Amalek represents spiritual blindness acting arrogantly in the world. And therefore, the Lord vowed perpetual warfare against Amalek. The hand is on God's throne. God shall be at war with Amalek for all generations. Exodus seventeen sixteen. Concerning this verse, the great commentator Rashi noted that the term God's throne is written completely in Hebrew. Rather than kiss I at a night, which suggests that God's rule will be complete until the powers of darkness are totally wiped off the earth by the hand of Yeshua, our Lord. Uh, we look at Revelation uh, chapters 19 and 20. Amalek embodies the principle of low Yareh Hashem, the lack of the fear of God, and therefore represents the power 
darkness and evil in the world. And we can uh, see it may be a little hard to fathom or grab hold of, but we can see these things lining up what I'm speaking, lining up with the world and the things in the world as we speak. The Torah, that is the Torah, that's uh, the first books of the Bible, praise God, and I think it goes up to, let's see, it goes past, Uh, it goes the first three books: uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy. The first five books of the Bible. Praise God! All uh, that I, I, the first five books of the Bible represents the Torah. We can sit by and passively accept evil. We cannot do it. We cannot sit by and passively accept evil. Nor can we ignore it or pretend that it doesn't exist. We must call evil by its name and exercise our spiritual authority over it. According to Ephesians 5, 11, Luke 10, and 19. The weapons of our warfare have divine power to destroy enemy strongholds. As Second Corinthians 10 and 4, let us know. We are protected by the armor of God and weapons of light. As opposed to us, as we read Romans 13 and 12, Ephesians 6, 11 through 18. Now, note that the battle with Amalek came after the incident at Mara, where the bitterest waters were turned sweet by means of the healing tree that was failed you know, hewn down. We find that in Exodus 15 and 25. A picture of the cross of the Messiah who gives us living water, Megim Kayem, and who saves us from the power of evil and death. When we are cleansed and sanctified by the sacrificial blood of Jesus Christ, we will overcome evil by the power of God's grace and goodness, through, though this requires earnest faith on our part, living the word as well as being able to articulate it or say it, praise God, we must have the life of the spirit of the Holy Ghost, the fruit of God's spirit, praise God, the fruit of the spirit, Spirit, praise God, of that same tree, praise God. When Moses raised his hand in battle against the Amalekites, the Israelites prevailed. But if he lowered them, they suffered defeat. 
we find that in Exodus 17, chapter around the 10th, 11th verse. Eventually, Moses grew weary, and he needed Aaron and her to help him hold his arm steady to ensure victory. Note that the Hebrew word translated steady is immunized. The word for faith, it was Moses' steady faith in God's power that gave Israel the victory over the powers of darkness. Just as we lift up our faith in God's power, demonstrated at the cross, gives us the victory over Satan and his schemes. Now, we are talking about warfare with Praise the name of the Lord. We got to, it is my hope that in what we're uh, discussing, what I'm sharing with you will encourage you to not only return to the Lord and listen to his voice, but to carry out and do what his voice is saying. Praise God. For in Deuteronomy 30, in chapter and the second verse, we must return to the Lord and listen to his voice. voice. Praise God. Now, in Deuteronomy 25, 17 through 19. It says, remember what Amalek did to you, by the way, when you came forth out of Egypt, how he met you, by the way, and struck at your rear. All who were feeble behind you when you were faint and weary, and he did not fear God. Therefore, it shall be when the Lord your God has given you rest from all your enemies around in the land which God gives you for an inheritance to possess, that you shall blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. You shall not forget. Now, as I read this verse, praise God, and and. Focusing on my life right now, as it is, I think about when I first got saved. Things are a lot better, praise God. But I, 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 this, you know, comes up a lot, and I remember how God took me out of the world system that I was in. But then the enemy began to bring up these things and put all these stumbling blocks in my way as he is doing today. That same spirit, that same spirit, praise God, that spirit of Pharaoh, that spirit of Amalek, now, these verses have some details that were left out of the account given 
praise God. But we must be focused and, and to see what that spirit is still doing, being active in our lives today. That spirit wants us to forget God, even if it's only for a second or a minute, you know, they keep on doing things in our lives. The things keep on happening that we may forget our God. And when we forget our God in in lieu of what we're discussing, we cease to have fear of our God, not being scared of him, but being in fear of our God. Now, as we go through this lesson, we see that and we understand that God, we forgive, but we don't forget the attack that the spirit we we remember we don't focus on the people of the ones that the enemy is using to bring the spirit forth. Understand what I'm saying? We forgive those people. We don't forget what that spirit, that attack of that spirit is doing. And we don't want to confuse the people with that spirit, praise God. Since it symbolizes all subsequent, all subsequent spiritual warfare in the lives of God's people, we recall that while the battle raged, Moses was accompanied by Aaron and Hur went to the top of the hill holding his staff. When he raised his hands in prayer to the Lord, the Israelites prevailed. But once Moses' hands became heavy, the Amalekites prevailed. The battle lasted until sunset when Amalek was finally defeated. It was an all-day battle fought in the light. To commemorate the victory, Moses built an altar and called it Adonai Nixie, Jehovah Nixie, as we said, which means the Lord is my banner or the Lord is my miracle. And a hand upon the throne of the Lord, the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Exodus 1716. We just thank God, hallelujah, for his word, his will, and his way. Amen. Glory to God. There is a paradox in the commandment. Hallelujah. And our command is to love the Lord with all our heart, all our mind, all of our very being. Hallelujah. 
and we are commanded to remember, praise God, remember, remember the Shabbat, to keep it holy, to remember the Passover redemption, to remember what God did to Miriam. So we are commanded to remember what Amalek did to Israel. Deuteronomy 25 and 17, we are commanded to remember, as I said, what happened to Miriam, Deuteronomy 24 and 7, what God did to Miriam, Deuteronomy 24 and 9, praise God. We are to remember the Passover redemption, Exodus 13 and 3. We are to remember the Shabbat to keep it holy, Exodus 20 and 8. Praise God. But there is a paradox, and I urge you to look up the word paradox in the commandment of the memory of Amalek to be blotted out. If are commanded to recall it, how is it possible to remember? Something God wants us to get. After all, if the Lord wanted that Amalek, Amalekites, I'm sorry, if the Lord wanted that Amalekites to be forgotten, why then mention their name? Why should we be commanded to remember Amalek at all? It should be clear that Amalek denotes something more than a particular wicked tribe that attacked the children of Israel. No, Amalek symbolized the collective children of darkness and servants of evil that abound in the world. Historically, Amalek may have been a grandson of Esau and chief of an Edomite tribe, but he is also described as first among the nations, even predating the time of Abraham. Uh, I believe John Augustine, in his words, terms that Amalek represents the city of the world. And as I said before, Israel represents the city of God. It is in this sense that Amalek represents children of darkness in this world the perpetual enemies of the kingdom of God. The Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Praise God. And as I have said before, I'm just going over rehashing, wiping out Amalek is a call to spiritual warfare. And the weapon of our warfare is the truth of the salvation of God, the glorious light of the gospel that we live 
in our lives. We must cast the works of darkness that put on the weapons of light. We practice the ministry of reconciliation using truthful speech and the power of God but the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left. We are to present the use of our bodies to God as weapons for righteousness. Unlike the doubtful Amalek, the righteous are called to walk in immunity, faith, with Ayan Hatoba, the God, the good eye of trust. We are called children of light who walk in the light. And uh, John 12, 36, Ephesians 5 and 8, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 5, and 1 John 1 and 7. We just thank and praise God for his word, praise God. It is uh, written by Targum Yonathan that God shall blot out the memory of Everlast from under the heavens, but of the days of, of the King Messiah, you shall not be unmindful. The commandment to blot out Amalek ultimately will be fulfilled in the Messianic kingdom to come. When the Lord our God has given us rest from all our surrounding enemies in the land, the Lord our God is giving us as our inheritance to possess, whether it is our land, our bodies, our communities, our families, the nations within a nation. We are a nation ourselves, but we belong to the Lord. Praise God. God will wipe away all tears from our eyes. This is a glorious truth we should never Forget, despite the condition of this world and the apparent upper hand of the spirit of the Amalekites. Meanwhile, we are engaged in spiritual warfare and must be armed for battle. Since, therefore, the Messiah suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same way of thinking. First Peter 4 and 1. Be sober and vigilant. Put on the whole armor of God. Because we wrestle against spiritual forces of evil and work in the world today. Be careful. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. In God's power, you will tread upon the lion and the cobra. Yes, we will do this in Jesus' name. The young lion and the serpent, we will trample down. According to Psalms 91, 13 and Luke 10, 19, may the Lord help us stand 
and firm in one spirit with one mind fighting together. Contend. Fight for the faith of the gospel. Philippians 1 and 27. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank and praise God for his word, praise God. And just a reminder, I will post the notes of this lesson, praise God. And on next Wednesday, praise God, next Wednesday, we will... um, Open it up for discussion before we start our next uh, lesson on spiritual warfare. This will be posted to the group page. The notes from tonight will be posted from the group page. Not only will the notes be posted, but also, bless God, the the uh, recording of this the lesson. So I will stop the recording now, but the uh, room will remain open. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.